When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Horse Tracks, a feature of Mile High Broncos Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Here's what's happening in Broncos country. Happy Friday, Broncos country, and happy high school game day to those who celebrate once again. And shout out to the boys over at Cole Valley. It's time for us to take on the uh, Trojans today in the big old rivalry game. So we're looking forward to that. I hope for all you high school fans, parents, coaches out there as well, that everything goes well for you guys tonight. Unless somehow you're listening from Nampa Christian, then I hope it doesn't go too well during the game. But I appreciate you guys tuning in this week. It is another edition of Horse Tracks. It's a lovely Friday on the 22nd of September. And I hope you remember the 21st night of September. And I had to put that one in there. It's it's a law, um, apparently. So there you guys go. But today, what we have to talk about is Vance Joseph. He has pinpointed the defensive issues for the Broncos. The Broncos have reunited former collegiate teammates this week. And Wilson is as good as he was with the Seahawks, or a little bit better in some cases, through the first two games of the season. Then, of course, we're going to take a look at the injury report from Thursday. It's not looking particularly great but there is some positive news um stuck in there as well uh, but with that being said my name is ross i appreciate you guys joining us on the on this awesome friday your support over the last month has been incredible for the broncos uh for the mile high broncos podcast on the fans for sports network the numbers are looking great and that's only because of you guys so tremendously thank you um find us on all these social media platforms facebook instagram and twitter at mile high report um of course I prefer the Instagram because yours truly runs that, but you also find us on you know Twitter and Facebook as well. Um, and yes, it's still Twitter. I'm not calling it the other thing. That's stupid. Um, and then also you find tons of awesome articles daily over at milehighreport.com. But let's just quit the daily dally and let's get into things. So with when it comes to Vance Joseph pinpointing defensive issues, these are quotes from him from a uh, interview he did um, on Thursday. Um, post-practice stuff, and I'm pretty sure he's just, I think Broncos country is going to agree with him on these ones. So let's go ahead and and say, so he said, first quote, there was some good stuff from both games. Losing puts light on all of it, which to be fair is true. Um, when you win, it's a lot easier. And I'll tell you as a coach, it's a lot easier to gloss over the mistakes when you win. When you lose, you definitely look at them in a different light. So there is some perspective there. And he also goes on to say, quote, penalties are huge right now. They're hurting us on defense, keeping drives alive, and we're playing a lot of snaps because of penalties. We got to coach our way out of it and getting those things right. I'll do a better job. Another very fair and true point that we all know about. The Broncos have, I think it was top two most penalties in the league at 19 through the first two weeks of the season. Not great, especially with a lot of them on defense. A lot of them are bogus, um, but you know, that's football, right? So 
Um, I mean, he'll go on to kind of reiterate that bit. Next, he says, quote, you have to coach clean. These third down penalties from holding your PI, you got to coach cleaner. I don't care how they look or if they're so-so calls. We got to fix it. It's playing clean, leverage, and film study. And speaking about that stuff, too, I mean, obviously, Demari Mathis has a share of PI along with a couple others, but I've seen a lot of um, criticism about Pat Sertan so far this year. Um, maybe not for the most level-headed of people. A lot of it's taking place in the uh, you know Twitter, Mile High Report comments on the articles. So you're kind of like YouTube in the YouTube comment sections you guys see. It's um, not the best of takes. But yeah, Patrick Sertan's had a couple past interference penalties, one in each game. But also he's playing still really, really well. And there's no need to uh, attack the only shining spot on this Broncos defense so far. So um, let, let, let's give it together, you guys, and maybe try to stay positive a little bit more. Where I'm, I'm trying to help here, trying to help. Um, but Vance Joseph is right on the money, um, and he does make a good point. Come on, it's still early. He's taking full responsibility for this, which is nice. Um, so it's that same leadership qualities that we saw in him as a head coach, where Vance Joseph, good leader of men, questionable coach. And that's what we're seeing right now. He's still consistent. Um, lastly, he says those things are correctable. I'm not worried about it. There's enough good football on tape, and it's still early. Um, end quote. So there's some decent stuff there. Um, at least he didn't say um, something about them having great practice and not having penalties in that great practice, but having penalties during the game. We heard enough about that. So. At the end of the day, Vance Joseph is taking ownership for what this defense is producing. He's hitting the main um, points that everyone sees. And so all we can do now is hope that somehow it gets fixed. Uh, But to our second story here with the Broncos reuniting former collegiate teammates. This happened this week. So the Broncos signed defensive end Ronnie Perkins off of the New England practice squad. And end up that him... And Nick Benito both played together at Oklahoma. Both of them were also top 100 draft selections. I believe that Perkins was taken in the third round. Um, And then, so, it's kind of fun that they're getting a little reunite, uh, a little reunion there. That's the word I was looking for. Broncos didn't really say much about it. I guess Sean Payne really doesn't care. Um, If he, I mean, he... He's Sean Payne. Of course he knows. He probably doesn't care, which I don't blame him. If the Broncos were winning, maybe they would have done a little something here, but they're not, so who cares? Um, Perkins, decent talent as well, so hopefully he can provide at least de- some solid depth, not just you know putting a uh, body for the hole, but some solid depth for the Broncos pass rush, and he's not too bad. So maybe we'll see. Uh, he might be better than what... Denver currently has at least some of them. So, guess we're going to find out really soon. Probably going to play this uh, this week, um, and then we're going to take a look at the, maybe the main thing that really caught you guys' attention: that Russell Wilson is his same old self. All right, let's let's take a look at a table. This is coming from um, the Ringer. They put this together, and um, it's nice having this in one spot. So, we're going to take a look at this. So. Of course, play with the Seahawks from 2013 to 2021. Those stats are going to be compared with his 2023 stats currently. Completion rate. Uh, Seahawks, 65.1. Broncos, 68.2. 
passing yards per game, 239 with the Seahawks, and he's at 242.5 this season. Touchdown rate is 6.1%, um, and then with the Broncos at 7.6%. Interception rate, 1.8% with the Seahawks. Broncos, 1.5%. His EPA um, per dropback is 0.11. His quarterback rating with the Seahawks, and, and that was for both seasons. His quarterback rating with the Seahawks was 101.9. Right now, he's at 108.5 with Denver this year. Passing yards per attempt, 7.8 compared to 7.3. Adjusted passing yards per attempt, both um, are at 8.2. So Seahawks in this year with the Broncos. Rushing yards per game, uh, with the Seahawks, he was at 29.6. This season, he's at 28.5. He's also now the only quarterback in NFL history to pass for over 40,000 yards and rush for over 5,000 yards. He's not too bad. So Hall of Fame worthy? Maybe. I guess we're going to find out. Um... His passing touchdowns for 17 games with the Seahawks is 32. 2023, he's projected for 42.5. Uh, interceptions per 17 games. Seahawks, 9. Broncos this year, 8.5. Sacks per 17 games, 47 with the Seahawks. Now, this is where numbers get a little different. 76.5 with the Broncos this season. Obviously, a little bit worse. Um, there we do know that the um, Seahawks didn't have the best of offensive lines either when they were working with Russell Wilson. Um, there's a lot of that controversy near the end of Russell Wilson's tenure, if you want to recall to that, when like they weren't doing anything for Russell Wilson, essentially. And that's one of the reasons he might have wanted out of there. So, I mean, the Broncos tried, but also they brought in run blockers, really. So, we'll see if they can get that stuff cleaned up. Um, sack rate with the Seahawks is at 8.3. In 2023 with the Broncos, it's 12%. Um, percent. And then fantasy points per game for those that do care. Because there's playing against some people that do have Russell Wilson in their lineups. With the Seahawks, it was at 19.6. With the Broncos this year, it is 20.5. So... He he's essentially the same quarterback, which is which is kind of cool. And and obviously it's not just about stats. So let's take a look at the film. What have we been seeing? Russell Wilson missing a few things, but also hitting a lot of targets. Um, and one of his staples and one of his primary weapons that we saw with Seattle and what he's unloaded so far this season is those old deep pass moonshots, man. Um and it's also him rolling out of the pocket as well. He's been a lot better at that this year, finding the dude in the end zone. So, yeah. The, um, look at that. Come on. Obviously, most of this happening in the first half. So, we'll see what the Broncos can do in the second half. But also, maybe Russell Wilson can take some blame for those second half follies. But also, Sean Payne is, um, and the Broncos are ranked as one of the worst play-calling teams when it's not scripted. So Champagne, he makes a perfect script. But when he has to go off of it, and maybe in the second half, then things get a little bit dicey. So we're going to see what happens with that. But uh, last but not least, we're just going to take a look at the injury report from Thursday. And it reads with four names. Uh, Frank Clark um, did not practice at all this week with that hip injury. Mike Purcell has not practiced this week with the ankle injury. Justin Simmons has not practiced this week with the hip injury. And Garrett Bowles was a full participant on Thursday, limited on Wednesday with a ankle injury. So really, don't expect Simmons, uh, Purcell, or Clark to play this week. 
just probably get that every hand. But one of the cool thing is Riley Moss may or should be active on Sunday in a limited capacity. So, um, oh man, that'd be so nice. I need a healthy Riley Moss playing for this Broncos defense because he's really freaking good. All right, so let's keep our fingers crossed, Broncos country, that maybe the game might not be a win. But let's just hope, um, let's see a lot of winnable points here, especially with defense being um, pretty depleted as well. But that's going to wrap it for us this week. Um, uh, at least this is going to be the end of my week for the horse tracks and the podcast. Um, but there's still some more coming out today and Saturday and Sunday and Monday. So don't worry about it. Stay tuned. So whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to on, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to, go ahead and drop a follow or subscribe, whatever that platform has. You can also go find this, um, our podcast, video podcast, over on YouTube as well. That's a Mile High Broncos podcast. Um, so you can see our beautiful faces. And that's also where you can find um, the Broncos film breakdowns. So you might have seen the articles. Really appreciate you guys' support on those. I'm glad that they are finding you well. And then most weeks, I'll be live on YouTube. And you can find the recording as well in just video format on YouTube as well. For those film breakdowns, go a little bit more depth. Um, it's a little easier to break the plays down as well. But with that being said, you guys go out and uh, have a fantastic weekend and uh, be a positive influence on someone today. Appreciate your support. Follow us on the socials. Find us at milehighreport.com and we'll see you guys hopefully after uh, the Broncos win a football game. We'll see.